Hey guys, so I'm back with another podcast. The holidays have come and gone, and we are in a new year now, and that can be super exciting, but also a little bit daunting. Um, This is a topic today that we're going to be talking about that I've been wrestling through for a little while, probably for most of my life, honestly, but the last year specifically. Today's topic is about waiting seasons, and... I've realized that I've had a different perception of waiting seasons my whole life, and this year God's really just been giving me an entirely different understanding of what waiting really looks like and how we can approach these periods in our lives. So grab yourself something to drink. Um, Today I'm drinking some vanilla chamomile tea just to help rest and relax, and um, yeah, let's dive into this. So, like we all know, waiting never stops. No matter where we are in our lives or um, what we're doing, what we're focusing on, we think, oh, maybe once I graduate college and get that job, I'll be happy. Or maybe once I've found the person that I want to marry. But then maybe you found them and now you're waiting to buy your first house or have your first kid, whatever the case is your waiting season will never end, and it will grow, and it will change, but in this life, we will always be waiting for something, and I've just recently found that our responsibility is to grow and change alongside our waiting seasons, and to learn how to approach them and respond to them in a way that God sees them, and not in the way that the rest of the world does. Otherwise, we can quickly fall into shame and discontent, and... God has us in a specific place in life, and he's providing opportunities for us, but we just can't see them because we can't see clearly, because we're not looking at life with the perspective that God's given us. So this is the year that I realized that for me, I've been living in this place most of my life, in shame, in discontentment, and from a place of lack. I'm pretty sure that Psalm 23 was the first chapter in the Bible that I ever really memorized, but I never really truly appreciated it until recently. I think just because it's one of those things that you hear quoted so many times that just kind of loses its meaning. But I was at church um, not too long ago, and someone was talking about the phrase, I lack nothing, and it just struck a chord with me and hasn't really left me since. It's Psalm 23, 1 that says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And Psalm 34, 10 says, Even strong lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. And I realized that um, my waiting seasons were so difficult for me because I was seeing them as a place of lack. I was seeing them as a place of barrenness and emptiness and wilderness, all these like terrible, dramatic things. Um, but sometimes that's just the way that it feels if we're honest with ourselves. Sometimes, almost all the time, waiting is just not fun. Um, we're in a place of expectation and hope and all of these good things that we want to come to us, and yet we're stuck in the in-between. We're being pulled in two directions. Um, the hope that we have for in the future and where we've come from in the past. And so that tension that's created between the past and the future, our present moment, is our waiting season. But because we're being 
pulled in both directions it just gets kind of tense and difficult. And a lot of the time the enemy tries to attack us with hopelessness and exhaustion and despair. And um, he just wants us to not use our waiting seasons for the glory of God. He wants us to get tied up in the little details of the everyday moments and the dissatisfaction that we might be experiencing and forget about the big picture or the vision that God has for us. So hopefully through what we talk about today, you'll be able to kind of zoom out and get a big picture of what God's trying to do in your life through your waiting seasons instead of getting all tied up in the little details. I know for me, it was really helpful when God spoke to me and just told me um, that barren places are places that we see as emptiness, but he sees as places to be filled in our lives. So we might see it as again, emptiness, but he can speak into that emptiness and turn it into something miraculous. And it only takes him an instant to do anything, to change anything, to create anything. It takes us back to um, the very beginning of time and the passage in Genesis 1, where God talks about how he created over a very barren and empty place. So Genesis 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. So this passage was really important to me when God started talking to me about this, because it just shows that this place that we see as being formless and empty and dark where we can't see anything, the Spirit of God is always there. He's always in the midst of us and he's always hovering over our lives and the parts that we don't think can become anything. And he's ready to speak light into them, speak life into them and create from them. And from them he created the world, he created everything. And so, Anything that we see as impossible with God is possible. And he's the one who speaks promises into our lives and gives us things to hope for, gives us vision over our life. So if he makes a promise, he's going to keep it. And it's his job to cultivate and nourish um, those empty places in our life. The place between where God speaks the word and it comes to fruition, that in-between space, that's where the miracle happens. And that in-between space is our waiting season. So I want you to take a minute and think about a specific promise that God has given you, um, whether it was in the last year, or maybe it's over this next year, or maybe it's something you've been holding on to and praying over for a really long time. So just take a minute, let that come to mind. Remember the time that God spoke that word to you. And then ask him to give you a bigger vision, um, a bigger perception of how he sees that promise in your life and where you're at with that. It's helpful for me to try to ask God for um, next steps 
so that I can be more content in my waiting season because I don't feel like I'm just sitting around doing nothing. That's not the point of a waiting season. The point is to be active in your waiting. And so you want to be nurturing the promise that God has given you and working towards the things that he wants to accomplish in your life and not just sitting there doing nothing. So asking for action steps is always really helpful. Um, but sometimes... God's action steps might not look like what we think they're going to look like. So maybe you think he's going to tell you to um, go check this off of your list, go learn this course, or apply at this job, or do this thing. But in reality, God is just saying, your next step is to rest. Your next step is to be still. Your next step is to trust me. Um, those are things that he's told me over the whole last year when I really wanted to feel like I was working and doing something to accomplish what God wanted to do in my life. But actually in waiting on God and being still with him and creating a deeper relationship with him, he was doing more for the big picture than I could ever imagine. And the times that I wasn't focusing on, um, my emptiness that I was feeling or my discontentment when I was just enjoying life and being obedient to the best of my ability. Um, those are the times when God spoke to me the clearest about my life and where I was headed and what I was supposed to be doing and continues to speak into my life in those ways. But I think one of the biggest things that I've learned through all of this and through this year is that, um, Trust is imperative. We have to trust that God is a good God. He's a good father. He's a good shepherd. And he's not holding out on us. He's not um, punishing us by not giving us what, what we want, but really and truly he's changing the desires of our heart to align with what his desires are. That way he can give us the things that we want and the things that we need, um, but they're in his perfect timing. And his timing is so much different than ours. There's a verse that talks about how with God, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. And basically, that's just saying that time is almost irrelevant to God because he's outside of time. Time is kind of a construct that we've created, at least pressuring ourselves and feeling like we're running late for certain things or and that we have to do certain things by certain times in our lives. That's not something that God has set up for us. And so it's important, again, to just pull yourself out of that mindset and have a big picture perspective of what God wants to do. It's not about the days and the hours and the years that you're alive, but really and truly just following God wherever he leads you, no matter how old or how young you are, no matter um, what society says that you should be doing, but really, it's just about what God says you should be doing. We have to believe that he's making space in our lives for something so much bigger and so much better than we could imagine. And lastly, we have to be authentic and honest with God, especially when times get tough and we're ready to lose hope. I've gotten to this place so many times in the last year, 
and I just don't feel any shame about it anymore. I just go to God and I tell him what I'm feeling. I tell him, I'm sorry, but I don't trust him in this moment. And this is why, because I'm looking at life and I'm seeing things for face value and they just don't make sense to me. But then God is faithful and he comes alongside me and he reminds me of his promises or he shows me where the enemy is attacking me in a specific area or he uses someone at church on Sunday to give a word that just really speaks to me. And that's why it's so important to just be honest with what you're going through with God and with other people and um, just dig through the nitty gritty of the waiting seasons. Because we all know they're not that easy and people don't really like to talk about um the hard things in life a lot of the time. They don't like to be honest with what's really going on inside and why they're feeling the way that they are. So I just really encourage you to find someone that you can be vulnerable with and just tell them what you're really feeling and what you're really thinking about life and where you're going and what God's plans are for you and whether you're confused or not. Um, just find somebody to talk to because community is so, so important. So I hope this was helpful for you. I know it's a little all over the place, but it was something that's just been on my heart for a really long time. And it's something that I think I'm going to try to expand on a little bit more. I've written a blog post about it and done this introductory podcast. I think I might be interviewing a special guest to talk about waiting season. So stay tuned for that. If this has helped you at all, please let me know. It's always encouraging to hear. Um, you can contact me through my Instagram at simplyfreeindeed or the contact page on my website, simplyfreeindeed.wordpress.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you again soon.